Welcome to the Follow Me Podcast. I'm Allie Grant, the founder of Be Social. Each week, we're inviting influencers, entrepreneurs, and the digitally savvy to share their social media story. We're going to break down how they've grown a business through their social footprint. Join us by following along on their journey. Hey guys, welcome back to the Follow Me Podcast. I'm Allie, and let's get into it. Um, what I saw on the internet this week, I mean, there's been a lot. The Prince Harry and Meghan Markle situation is a whole thing. Um, but also there is a new Bachelor series. Obviously, at Be Social, we love The Bachelor. So there is a new music-driven spinoff called Listen to Your Heart. And I'm really excited for its premiere. I guess it's coming out in spring. So excited to see that. Um, so let's get into today's guest. It is Lauren Elizabeth. She is an OG YouTuber. So what she's talking about today is becoming an influencer at a super early age, starting her own clothing line, XLE, um, and kind of expanding her portfolio across being an actress, a host, her brands, YouTube. She has an amazing podcast and of course her Instagram. So let's get into it. Lauren Elizabeth began her career blogging in 2011 in Chicago, Illinois. Grounded in high school, what better thing to do than start a blog that would change everything? From blogging to making YouTube videos to hosting to acting, producing to designing, the list literally goes on. Lauren's blog allowed her to chase after her wildest dreams at a young age, moving her whole entire life to Los Angeles. I'm excited to get into this. Welcome, Lauren. All right, let's get into this. Okay, so thank you for being here. Thank We're you for so excited. Me. We both love to follow you and you're killing the game. Stop. Um, <laughs> we start every episode the same. What was your first Instagram post you've like ever, ever posted? Oh my God. Can I scroll? No, you can't look. Oh, guess. Guess. We have it up, so yeah. we'll tell you. You we, do? We know what it is. Yeah. Stop. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I know it's like an, it definitely has an Instagram filter on it, like one of the ones that oh, pre come. Oh, they always do. They um, always do. Oh my god, it has to be something maybe in my like high school bedroom or like maybe of me. I don't. This might be your bedroom. It's like three dresses hanging up, and your caption oh. is "OMG." Oh my Hair. god, I know what you're talking about. That was oh my god. Is that prom? Or For, what? That's exactly the filter I thought too. <laughs> I think that I was just shopping at like Alice and Olivia or something. And I thought I was like a fashionista that like knew cool things like that weren't Forever 21. Yeah. That was my first Instagram post. Yeah. September 4th, 2011. 2011. So early adopter. Okay. But the question here is you have 545 comments on this. What? Yes. Has over a thousand likes. A thousand. Like we've never seen such engagement in 2011 as this. Like you are the first. Yeah. So people maybe like scrolled back and have liked it or would like That's what were you so doing at weird. this time in your life? Like why well, were people I d- liking you? I definitely started um, like YouTube and my blog in 2011. Okay. So basically like right when Twitter and Instagram all started was the same time I started doing all of the like videos and blogging and stuff. Okay. And the reason I went on Instagram and Twitter was to promote the stuff that I was making even though there was like barely anyone to promote it to. Yeah. Like I was the first person in my school to have a Twitter. Wow. And then they went on it to like 
find mine and make yeah. fun of me. So 2011, like, you're in high school. Like, what yeah. grade are you in? I was a junior in high school. Okay. Yeah. Okay, got it. And you're, like, filming videos on YouTube. Yeah. Are you, like, the first of your friends to do that? Are people like, what are you doing? Oh, my God, yeah. I got made fun of so much. They're all, like, just crying now. Like, yeah, success. I mean, like, I literally, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a combination of two of, like, as time has gone on, there's been some girls that are like, oh, my God, my sister loves you. And I'm like, mm, okay, well, does she know that you're a, can I swear? Yeah, you, know? you yeah. can swear. <laughs> does she know that she's a big old bitch yeah. um, like sorry and yeah. then there's a combination of people still that like just like want to hate from afar that yeah. are from my hometown but like most people like my immediate friend group was is really supportive I mean they totally made fun of me too yeah. but there was like I definitely got like harassed for it like a little bit um, mm-hmm. like they would pull up stuff at school and like make fun of me and no. stuff like that so like I definitely got picked on for it but jokes on them literally now yeah like so. they would go on Twitter and like make fun of me tweeting being like new blog post they'd be like oh really like da 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 so I mean but the here we are people do, I know look at I you. don't know how I kept going yeah. like that's it's crazy to me that like that happened and I just didn't stop but what I'm glad what did you like about what you were doing just like sharing information or the video yeah, editing or? I, I started the blog first and then the like and I made everything myself too uh-huh. so I did like the editing and like the tech part of it like okay. combining creative with digital like okay. at the beginning um, and I really liked I don't know. I just think I went to a smaller school. There wasn't as many, like, hobbies and stuff. And I was really, like, over cheerleading. And I needed something else to do. And I found this, like, creative outlet of writing. And I wanted to be a journalist and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I loved fashion and beauty. I always thought I was going to write for, like, Teen Vogue one day. And then I realized that I can make it a lot easier by doing videos instead Mm -hmm. of just typing out, like, how to do a smoky eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, then once I started looking at YouTube, there there was a small group of, like, beauty gurus. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, wait, I could do do that like that looks so fun Mm -hmm. I always saw it as a business from the beginning but it was also genuinely a creative outlet and I liked doing it a lot like when I was homesick from school Mm -hmm. I'd like film a video and if I was homesick now there's no chance in hell I'd be filming a video like I genuinely loved it but it was a combination of being able to express myself and connect with people Mm -hmm. because it wasn't what it is now it wasn't like yes I saw it as a business just because I have that entrepreneurial spirit but I also saw it more so as a way to express myself use my voice and f- make friends because yeah. I made so many friends just like from all over the US where yeah. where did you live at the time uh, the suburbs of Chicago okay so, so Illinois yeah, yeah. Uh, like pretty like it's not like you know total cornfields but yeah. they have them <laughs> um, you know I had everything Panera Chipotle all okay, the good, good stuff but um, yeah like you could comment and like message people on YouTube back then okay and so and be like oh I like your video watch mine and it yeah. like wasn't spam yeah. you know what I mean it's more so like this community exactly it was like if you like my video I'll like yours we did like group giveaways wow. whereas like now those are like a little sketchy sometimes yeah. unless it's well, like I your immediate friends people commenting like watch my video and they like link it but that's just it's like, just total spam okay, and a it. lot of times too on YouTube now if you're like I just I'm a new YouTuber da 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 like you might even get flagged by YouTube Oh, just because it's like pr- spam promotion yeah. and because there, there's also people commenting like with like the whole like pyramid schemes like it, oh, here's my yeah. Rodin and Fields code <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, get out of here, dude. Not? Like what? <laughs> That's so funny. So you um you're big on YouTube. Do you like go to college? What like what's your like game plan from here? Like you're just doing this on well, the side, obviously. 
oh, at this point in my life. Yeah. I was like, um, I'm 25, so yeah. I'm getting old. <laughs> um, I was like, I'm definitely not going to college. <laughs> um, no, Let's okay. Back. back in the day, yeah. I see you. So I, I went, I didn't do very well in school, mm-hmm. and so I didn't really have a plan for college anyway. Uh-huh. And I went to a small like art school in the city. Okay. It was miserable okay. because I was like, oh, yeah, I'm like cool. And, like I'm a hipster. Like <laughs> I'm not. And I was like, fuck this. Get me out of here. So I, I transferred. Yeah, and everyone's like, you're not going to like it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I am. I'm different. It's yeah. like fame, the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't at all and so I switched to like a smaller university DePaul in Chicago okay. mm-hmm. and that's when I was still making videos in school so I was like kind of half-assing two things at once yeah. the online stuff and I was starting to get into hosting I like my mom like literally got me into hosting she's like why don't you go host an event in Bloomingdale's and I would have like a little mic flag I'd be like hey guys it's Lauren Elizabeth wow. I'm here at Bloomingdale's um, and we're going to talk prom trends like literally in high school and Bloomingdale's would hire you for this or you I would like- just like convince them to collaborate with me I would wow. convince them to do like a Bloomingdale's Lauren Elizabeth event. I did it at Bloomingdale's Saks and Nordstrom. And did you get people to actually come? Yeah. Oh my god! But they didn't pay you at the time. No, 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 no. That wasn't even like a thought. You know, like that was. Please let me stand. No, I know. Like it wasn't even a thought. It was like let's like do a cool event or whatever. Um, Yeah. So I kind of like got into hosting. So I was like, okay, broadcast journalism is for me. I Mm -hmm. went to school for it. Started getting busier. The YouTube channel allowed me to do some smaller hosting stuff. And then there was a point. There was literally this point in time when I was eighteen, going on nineteen in the Mm -hmm. summer, and every single YouTuber was going. Um, to LA they were everyone was moving to LA like from all parts of the country like it it sounds weird but I'm not kidding you like handfuls of people that were big on YouTube were all moving to LA yeah I don't know how it happened like why the timing I think it was just this age group there was some people younger than me the two girls that I lived with at one point both didn't even finish high school they finished online so I didn't even drop out of college I I moved to L.A. with the idea of doing an internship and then trying to, like, turn it into a job. So I worked at Awesomeness TV. Cool. um, Back when Brian Robbins was there, before they were owned by, like, DreamWorks and Viacom. They were kind of—they were closing the deal with DreamWorks at the time. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of started there with Hunter March, who's now on E! We Mm -hmm. both were their two hosts of, like, all the Hollywood stuff. So I was doing, like, red carpets and all that stuff and— it became it went from me being less like at I was an intern getting coffee, then I was helping write scripts, then I was doing voiceover and then I was on camera and then all of a sudden I was like, Wait, I didn't move out here to do this. Yeah. I was like, I like yes, I like hosting, but I, I wanna make my own content. Yeah. Like and now I work at a desk all day. Right. So I quit. Okay. And then struggled for like a little bit meaning like just money wise yeah like money wise and like the first year was really hard because I was just working I didn't really have friends like Mm -hmm. I had one roommate I knew the two girls that lived like down the complex yeah um and so I think when I quit I kind of started to get in more of the scene with like the digital kids okay but I wasn't like who are the the digital kids um they're so I know them (laughs) they're like so like OG some of them don't even YouTube anymore um like it was literally like Jen X Pen, Andrea okay. Russett, Arden yeah. Rose. Okay. Um, then there were all the guys like Connor Franta. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think he has a job now. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not that that's a bad thing. It's yeah. just like it's crazy. Like they were huge. Yeah. And they were like a part of a boy band. And like now they're like not Regular. a lot of them are okay, yeah, yeah doing it. But at the time it was like Whoa. the thing. Like yeah. the Janoskians were like a boy group. Yeah. One of them dated Ariana Grande, and wow. they were like huge. And now I don't think they do anything anymore. Interesting. Like online. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so it was it was a crazy crazy time. And this was kind of like your little crew in LA. Yeah. Okay. I like I moved into a house with Andrea, Arden, and Jen, and we like all made videos together and like did that kind of stuff. So it was really good to like have 
you know, the cross pollination of content and stuff yeah. too, because we were all so different, but we all got along so well. So yeah. I think it was cool for girls to see so that. So you were all sort of like growing together yeah. with following, I yeah. imagine. Yeah, we all grew together a lot. I mean, some of we all kind of always fluctuated differently. Yeah. Um, but we did that for like about a year until we all kind of just focused back on our own content and okay. stuff. Yeah. And then at what point were you like, okay, I'm like, this is going well, I'm making money. And like, what did that look like? Um, I don't think it was like a, I'm someone who I don't, I don't really ever give myself credit. Mm -hmm. Like it's like if I accomplish something, it's like, okay, sweet. Now what do I, what do I need to do? So there was never a point of like, it's going well, here we go. It was more like, I can afford this now. I can afford this now. Um, but it was, you know, it's never like, oh, now I get to chill, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's still, it's always like every day, like an ongoing process. And there's like. You know, when you don't have a salary, there's definitely times where you're like, I'm fucking killing it right now. Yeah. And I need to be careful. Yeah. And then there's other times where like, shit, I need to like switch it up or like work harder because I'm not getting as many deals or like yeah. views or whatever. So yeah. it's it's really up and down. Yeah. But I, I think definitely like the when I was, you know, like 20 mm-hmm. from like like 20 probably like 21 Mm -hmm. I think that was like a solid time like I lived in a nicer like my first apartment was disgusting I was miserable (laughs) I lived in a nice apartment Um, I was able to afford more stuff and like get my own car and stuff like that so it took but from 16 to 21 I guess yeah so it's a solid amount it's crazy and this is all off of like your own content you're creating and putting out on social media which is so wild it's so crazy but like every year it changes yeah it's it's crazy watching it. Like there weren't managers. Like I was just gonna back say, like who was managing your deal flow? How were you getting these? Well, there like, wasn't any deal flow at the yeah. beginning because no one got it, you yeah. know. And um, then like these managers started popping up that you know weren't traditionally trained, yeah. like an agency or something. Yeah. Um, and just kind of actually saw what we were doing and respected it instead mm-hmm. of you know traditional Hollywood being like this is yeah. stupid, this is yeah, not which, going anywhere. Which they're all trying to get on. Top yeah. Of and now, now like you yeah. see like actors have YouTube channels mm-hmm. and stuff like that um but it was like more so just like finding young people that got it that were like becoming managers along the way Mm -hmm. and um just kind of every year kind of figuring out if it was a fit and moving on so it was hard because you didn't want to feel like a bad person and like disloyal but at the same time every like we were guinea pigs yeah so you know there there were contracts where we were giving away way too much money because people could just take advantage of us Mm -hmm. um and then brands started coming on and we were making all this organic and authentic content and they like wanted us to make a commercial on our channels and we we're like no 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 like, right that's not how this works like yeah. we invented product integration yep. organically you know yeah. and they wanted like a an ad right and we were like no 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 like that's not how it works uh we had to like it has to be a part of the video yeah um i mean i still see that today yeah like, it's that's crazy still a thing it's i think like, part of the job too as a manager to this day is like educating brands like, yeah. especially yeah. old school brands who want to get into the playing field now and it's yeah. like no no no, that's not how it works mm-hmm. and a yeah. lot of the time they're like we want a full dedicated video and in the title it's going to say ad this yeah. brand and we're yeah. like you're not going to get any views that Yeah, like they think that they're like trying to help themselves, but in reality, they're making it worse because then I always like whenever I talk about it, I feel like I'm not saying like, oh, we're lying or Mm -hmm. we're like hiding the fact that it's an ad. It's more like, hey, we really like your product and this is how we use it. Let us show how we use it authentically and don't put words in my mouth. Like, trust me on this, you know? Yeah, I feel like that's still a challenge. And definitely there's brands that get it and there's brands that don't, but it's definitely evolving. So do you have a team now? Like what is. okay? so you have management 
management, agent, like what does that look like? Yeah, I have um, a business manager, an attorney, I have two agents, and I have two managers. Okay. And then I have an assistant. Okay. So I've cool. come a long way of yeah. me to, like being literally alone crying to my mom in a car. Yeah. So that's for sure. That's wild. And so they keep like, for people who don't know what that looks like, they're booking you deals or reviewing your contracts or basically keeping your life yeah. flowing? Yeah, I mean, my managers definitely keep, my managers and my assistant really keep my, like, life flowing. Like, my manager's assistants, like, mm. are in contact with my assistant, like, every okay, day. Cool. And they kind of always are making sure, like, the longevity of my career is there. I'm yeah. really lucky that my agents have been with me um, for, like, five years now nice. so I've like they met me and when I, I shot a movie and one of them came and saw it and like wanted to sign me and so we he's known me since I was so young yeah. and just like been we've gotten really close a lot of times when you have an agent in LA you might not really have a personal relationship with them because mm-hmm. agents are really just about like getting you the money and the mm-hmm. managers can figure it out with you type of thing mm-hmm. so I got really lucky that they I've grown really close with my agents so they're more involved in the longevity as well That's but cool. um they so everyone's kind of on the same team, but like yeah. the day to day stuff is always with my management and my assistant. The you know my agents are like out there finding me the money, yep. finding me the deals. Or if I'm like, listen, this is what I want to do. You have to go figure out who can help me make it happen. Like when mm-hmm. I wanted to start a podcast, yeah. I was like, I'm starting a podcast. Someone needs to figure it out, or else I'm gonna figure it out. Like that's yeah. kind of my thing. Is like. I technically could do everything myself if I had, like, six more hands. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always, like, threatening them. Like, if yeah. you don't get this done, I'm yeah. going to do it myself. Yeah. And then yeah. you're going to be pissed off that I did it my yeah. way. So, like, and they're always, like, and I wait a while, you know? And, like, I give them a couple months. I'm, like, you're not getting this shit done. I'm about to do myself. I was, like, I'm about to upload to fucking iTunes, okay? Yeah, like, like I don't care anymore. Yeah. And so... They're all, like, really good at, like, going out and getting stuff done. And then, obviously, my attorney just makes sure I'm not getting screwed over, yeah. which people try to do, obviously. And my business manager just makes sure I don't uh, go to jail for tax evasion. Yeah, I mean, we don't Which I that. probably would do if I didn't have yeah. one because how the <laughs> fuck – why does no one teach you how to do your taxes? Yeah, I mean, I could barely write a check, so I – Yeah, I, I, my, my, uh, my, <laughs> my housekeeper is always like – um, this isn't the correct date and you <laughs> spelled this wrong. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, okay. Do you take Venmo? No? Sweet. Okay. <laughs> That's so good. So true. What agency are you with? Um, with UTA okay, and then cool. I'm with Three Arts. Okay, cool. Yeah. For management. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. They're the best. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, so obviously you're successful, like digital brand endorsements and all of that. And then you decided to launch your own brand. Yes. XLE, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. So tell us about that process. Why did you think of doing that? And what's that like day to day? Well, I mean, if you saw my first Instagram post, yeah, you are <laughs> you like can clearly a tell that I love fashion <laughs> with my really cool capturing of clothes on hangers. Um, yeah, I mean, I've always loved fashion and style. I think I have like not a crazy unique funky style but I just think that I know what makes me feel good and I feel I know trends Mm -hmm. really early and stuff like that so I'm always was always shopping and looking for stuff and I couldn't find it or it wasn't perfect yeah and when the opportunity came to me to partner with someone um for them to produce my clothing line for me I was just like wait like this is actually like something I've always wanted to do I mean when I started when I was 16 I started like a t-shirt company um, in my mom's bedroom and we like printed t-shirts and I like sold them off my blog and like whatever so it's always been I've always wanted to create something that you could wear for sure and um, so this was kind of like a no-brainer for me and 
I've, you know, got really lucky that I didn't have to go out and source the manufacturer right off the bat. And I was even thinking this the other day. I'm like, yeah, but like I put in so many years of work to get to the place where I could get an email that would even offer that to me. So it's not like it just got handed to me. Like it's based off everything I've already done. Um, And the day-to-day is a pain in the ass. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like it's – you know, I'm currently right now figuring out how to make 2020 better because, you know, 2019, it's I, – I do produce overseas. And mm-hmm. so I work on a different time zone for that. Mm-hmm. And I – it's just – it's a, we do a lot of clothes for each, each drop. Yeah. And it takes a lot of time. And with the time difference involved and me not physically being there and me wanting to do everything with my own hands, it yeah. gets it, – it's – it's really great clothing and it's really great quality and that's why it you know takes a little bit longer for the clothes to come out so trying to figure out how to cut that time in half definitely yeah. but it's you know every I do everything from designing the clothes with a designer like basically she I tell her something she sketches it out I say no it needs to look like this this needs to be here and I like draw over her stuff mm-hmm. and then I do all like the sampling the fitting oh. on the fitting models um, naming everything choosing every fabric. Um, I do all of the marketing. I run the social media. Oh, cool. And yeah, I do the campaign shoots. So I creative direct all like the models and everything like that. Um, So it's definitely and that's like on top of just like everything else. So it's kind of nice that it is on a different time zone. So then those people don't wake up to a whole different time and I don't have to deal with them all day. Yeah. And that is just direct to consumer. Like you just have a website. Yeah, direct to consumer. Okay. Yeah, for now. Yeah. Okay. Retail maybe in the future? I think retail maybe in the future. I mean, the cool thing about obviously the internet is that you don't need to leave and people love online shopping. Yeah. So you just swipe up. Yeah. Your margins are better and it's more convenient and we can keep it at a low price and our shipping's really fast. Yeah. And then we sell out. So it's kind of just like, oh, well, we don't even have stuff to put in retail yet. Yeah. So hopefully in the future, because I, I always say I'm like, that would be a marketing thing, not yeah. even like a buying thing. You know, yeah. it'd be more like, oh, look, branding. look where we are mm-hmm. and you can go find it here. It's yeah. not necessarily like, oh, we need it in a store to sell it. You yeah. know? No, that makes sense. Do you do a lot of influencer marketing? Like you do yeah. give it to your friends and definitely about it and stuff. Okay. We do. We have like two teams. Like I run like the regular PR gifting. Okay. Like, is like one of the most annoying parts like, like doing a spreadsheet edit editors and stuff no oh, we okay. don't do um we don't do traditional pr yet I'm, i've never had a publicist or anything like okay. that so that's something that like potentially is also in the future of like yeah. growing and stuff um i basically just do strict influencer marketing cool. i i send it to all my friends and then we have an influencer team that sends it to just kind of like micros and okay. stuff like that to kind of like you know, just get it on other people and have them review it and stuff. Yeah, I love so. that. And you see success from that. Like when yeah. you give it to someone and they post about it, you're like, oh, I saw direct sales. Oh, yeah. Like it's great. I mean, it definitely is helpful for just like user generated content. Totally. But then also like it's crazy when you see a girl like link a dress and then you swipe up and there's like 200 people on and she posted it like three minutes ago. And I'm That's like, Jesus so Christ. Wild. I'm like, yeah. wow. I'm like, okay, good for you. I didn't realize going on The Bachelor was that. <laughs> Incredible! Holy shit! It's like you're getting a bigger package. Are we next talking time. about Cassie? Oh my god, Kate, she fucking sold out that dress so fast. I oh was my like, god. I was from like, the Bachelor, it's crazy. It's crazy because like I watch, but like I'm not influenced by them. Yeah, like not like in a bad way. Just like I'm influenced by like you know Ariel Charnas and yeah. stuff. You know, like that's more like I'm influenced by like Morgan Stewart, Ariel mm-hmm. Charnas, like mm-hmm. kind of just like older, yeah, more like classic like fancier I guess Uh and I feel like obviously the Bachelor girls are like super super relatable and it's like that's like why they appeal to the masses and so getting it on them is like 
mind blowing because it's I fucking crazy. love them and I love following them, but I'm yeah. not like swiping up and yeah. stuff because I'm just like, oh, yeah, that's cute. Yeah. And then I like see my website and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, we see that because we rep a lot of people from that yeah. franchise and it's like the brands are always like, whoa. Yeah, it's because I think you're not expecting it, too, because it's like they come from reality. They weren't really known for their clothes. They were known for something so specific, and then they translated over, and it's amazing. Yeah. I need to go on The Bachelor. Let's get you on. We we can do that. I literally was like, I I told my boyfriend, I was like, we might need to take a break because (laughs) I still love you. I'm not going to do anything. I just need to pretend that we're broken up so I can go on The Bachelor and get more followers because these kids are running us out. Like, it's crazy. Or I just need to get pregnant and then, like, get into the mommy sector. You know, yeah. so I have a plan. B yeah, here I would. Yeah, I'm not one. there yet, but <laughs> one day when I'm like, oh no, this shit's really starting to hit the fan. I'm gonna be like, wife me up, get me knocked up, or I'm going on The Bachelor. I love that's it. my plan. It's a good game plan. Um, and then you launched a podcast too. Yes, so I did. Are you, it's obvious that you are always looking for like what's next. Yeah, and kind of diversifying your portfolio. I guess is a yeah. good way to put it. Um, tell us about the podcast. Um, I'm really excited. I think I'm always looking for something next, but it's always something that I do really see as a creative outlet. Like, mm-hmm. if someone came to me and was like, do you want to make makeup? I'd be like, uh, no. Because yeah. it's going to be a bronzer and a nude lipstick. I don't yeah. wear anything else. And yeah. I don't even really know how to do my makeup. <laughs> so I'm always looking for the next thing that makes sense for me. And I feel that the pod- the podcast market was something that I just became obsessed with. Yeah, And I was listening to podcasts all the time. And I started realizing as I was getting older that my content on YouTube was changing over and it was becoming a lot more just me talking. So Mm -hmm. I was like, I literally always look like shit on my channel. I should try harder. Why don't I just do a podcast and then no one has seen my face anymore? Yeah. And I was like, this is like, this is the best idea ever. Like, (laughs) I don't like, literally, because I used to a couple years ago be like, shit, I got to put makeup on. I got to get dressed. And like, I got to film a video. And now I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I vlog now mostly too. Yeah. So I was like, the podcast is perfect. I just get to talk and no one has to look. And I just, I felt like there was like, not as many female podcasts a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, I guess there's room for me. Yeah. Like, And I, you know, I do have the audience that is growing up as well. Mm-hmm. Like they now have jobs and they have commutes and they work out in the morning mm-hmm. or whatever. So they're not always swiping up to watch a YouTube video. It's kind of getting younger on YouTube. So I thought it was a really natural and organic thing for me to start making that content as well. Not only because I really wanted to, because, but I thought that my audience was, you know, growing up and that I could grow, like, we could grow up together type of thing. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Did you launch it with a network or? Yeah, so that's like what took so long and that's why (laughs) I was about to strangle someone. Yeah. Because I was like, I need to make a podcast. Then people started popping up more and more. I worked on it for like a year and a half Mm. and people started popping up with more podcasts. I was like, shit, no, like this is going to look like a money grab. I'm like, it's not. Like I've been trying so hard to do this. Um, And luckily it worked out because my two of my really um, close friends, uh, Jackie and Claudia Oshray, who do the morning toast. Oh, yeah. They were, I was with them at a music festival and they were just, I was talking about starting a podcast and they were like looking at each other and I was just like, I, I, I could, I'm like, I see you in the corner mm-hmm. of my eye. Like, what are you guys talking about? They were like, oh, well, we didn't, we didn't want to tell you now, but we're starting a podcast network. I was like, I fucking knew it. They're like, mm-hmm. do you want to start with us? I was like, I mean, yeah, because they, you know, they're in marketing is is crazy. Like they have a cult following. I didn't even know they had their own network. They just started it, so it's me. Um, Her husband has a podcast, and then their sister has a podcast, and then 
Raven and Adam from The Bachelor have a podcast okay, with them. Cool. And then they're launching a few more in the new year. Cool. Um, they're like super selective and yeah. stuff like that too, which I think is really cool. So it's also not a money grab. We're just so similar in business and in real life. And mm-hmm. I admire their business model so much and like how they execute so much. Mm-hmm. So it just made perfect sense for me not to group myself in with even more people and to kind of, you know, take a chance on like a new podcast network. And it's yeah. really paid off for sure. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. So are you starting to do like sponsorships on that yet? Yeah, I do. I have three ad reads for for podcasts now cool. and I stumble across them. <laughs> it's weirdly very different than doing like a because YouTube it's, ad. It's literally such an ad. It's such an ad, yeah. which I thought was going to be so much easier until I realized I clearly can't read. <laughs> and I'm like stumbling over. I'm like for the purple pillow pet. And I'm just like, oh my God. And but it's cool because like I still get to say yes and no to stuff. Yeah. And you know, it's obviously if I'm putting my time and energy into something, I wanna be able to make money off of it because it is a business at the end of the day. But it's still like these brands let me say whatever I want, talk mm-hmm. about whatever I want, and I don't have to like organically integrate it I get to be like yeah I fucking like this stuff and I get to throw it in there really quick and then get back to talking about The Bachelor and 90 Day Fiance and my mood and whatever yeah love 90 Day Fiance it's so good wait that's like The Bachelor but just like condensed no no. oh my god no you're probably thinking of Love Island maybe no the one where they propose after like 24 hours have you ever seen that it's so oh that's like love at first sight I think yeah 90 Day Fiance is like people who like someone's in the US and then someone's abroad and they have 90 days to get married because of the K-1 visa process but they like usually meet online and they're real people they're re- oh yeah yes they oh, are very they're real actually people. falling in love I mean, I mean you're always curious like are they using this person for a green card like it's fully oh. real people but it's like each situation is like very different interesting it's like six or seven couples per season and then they split them up and, you and none of them meet or they're not like intertwined they're not like in a yeah. house together it's like they're all in different states and, and wherever they like live like a doc you follow kind of thing yes yeah it's like it's like real housewives but like, okay. you watch them, like they do confessionals. No. And okay. it's so, it's like a really old guy with a really young girl, or it's like this, like, Angela, like this big woman who's in love with this Nigerian boy okay. who, like, there, I think there's a 20 year age gap. He's younger. And who's your uh, favorite God 90 day couple? My favorite 90 day couple. Really Are you watching the it. new season? Yeah, I am. Um, I, did you see the blonde girl that, like, doesn't talk? When she was, like, out to dinner, she's like, usually um, I talk after I eat. Oh, yes. I don't eat, in, like, while I talk or whatever. And I was like, you're psychotic. <laughs> but I, I really like the rich couple. I'm here for the— okay, I'm like, I kind of ship them. Okay, same. I think they could work out. Ship. I think they're so cute. <laughs> I do, too. And, like, she seems like a really sweet girl. She's stunning. He's not, like, not cute. Like, no, he's not ugly. His kids— are to die for. Oh my God. The little boy. The way he they speaks. talk. The way they talk. Oh my God. And then the little girl's always wearing makeup. And I'm like. And he speaks so like eloquently and articulately. And I'm just I like, die. I want to wrap you up and give you to myself for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. I'm obsessed. It's so good. Maybe you can go 90 Day Fiance next instead. Oh, that's true. But can I, I go on social. That? Should I go on that? You have to find someone from find abroad. Find someone abroad. Okay. So, like, go on a website so that's, like, pre- meetingamericans.com, they and then don't you'll like find someone. They find it for you? Like, you no. Have no. Like, like, oh, people, have these person. are people who, like, meet on, like, Facebook like, it's already, or, like, like dating happening. services. And they're all, like, like, different points. Like, some of them are, like, yeah. oh, we've met for the—and we've been talking for two years. Or, like, they just, like, find these people that are already in these situations. Like, this one couple in this current season met through a mutual beekeeping community. Oh, I mean— Yeah, and they're so, both beekeepers. But uh-huh. she, she's, like, there's something off with her. 
Uh, There's I, something off. I can't they're, tell. They're all off. They're all <laughs> it off. It doesn't I, feel all that normal. No, it's not. But who's normal? They're all Normal's off. It's boring. such good TV. I highly it's recommend. It's so good. You just can't get emotionally invested. Oh, okay. You have to be able to laugh at them. Should we start representing them? I've thought about it. <laughs> no, like, <laughs> honestly, like, I don't know. Like, some of them have started, like, YouTube channels and stuff to, like, go, like, talk about. But they don't. They can't do it. You know what I mean? They can't. Yeah. They don't have the it factor. They have the clip clickbait but then I'm watching uh, and I'm like you lost me okay I can't do it I'd mm. rather r- read an e-summary yeah. article yeah. I bought my roommate okay. a cameo of one of the girls oh, from 90 Day Fiance for so her birthday uh-huh. highly recommend it was okay. like so the best which gift. girl um, Danielle from the one who was dating Mohammed a few seasons back oh like the cameo oh, like the know. hey yes yeah uh-huh. oh god the craziest yeah. one is Ashley from Southern Charm I don't know if you watch Southern Charm but she's like the villain and whenever she makes cameos she like loses her mind and people like post them to like Facebook groups no. she's like hey it's me Ashley you probably know me from Southern Charm I swear I'm not a bitch I'm not crazy I mean it's just like you like me right <gasps> like you wanted a cameo from me and I'm just like oh, oh my, god. my god like she's not are you job. on cameo no yeah scary huh I mean I just like I mean listen I, I I'd love some extra cash, but <laughs> we all would. I just I feel like I, I don't want uh, to. I, I just have no inclination to do it. I feel like it's just like yeah. a weird look. I don't know. You'd have yeah. It's like the the idea of just like recording those and then like, like the and them like off. also like the fact like look at who's on there. It's like ninety day fiance people. Yeah, and like I'm sure some of those people are making so much that's money. What they, they do. do. Some money. of my friends so do it, like, so that's why yeah. I can't fully make fun of it. Yeah, like some of my friends do it and they make good money, but yeah. then also some of them do it and like don't make good money. Yeah, so I'm like, why are you wasting your time? Yeah, like I'd rather just meet someone and like talk to them than yeah. like make a video. But interesting business model though. I feel like it's really smart. It's so smart. Yeah. It's so smart. I don't know why I can't get behind it. Because I feel like maybe it's just I'm too lazy. Yeah. And also, oh, who needs a video from me? I put out so much content. Why do you need a video from me? <laughs> One more platform. You, you know what I mean? About. Like, I feel yeah. like it'd be cool if it's celebrity. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm over that. here talking to Instagram 24-7. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel like we're almost done, but we have to do our fan questions. So yes. let me pull this up. Um so this is rapid fire. So just okay. like answer quick, one sentence, whatever. Um, what is your favorite podcast to listen to? The Morning Toast. Yes. That's Girl With No Job, right? Yeah. I saw her in Nashville when I was there. And oh, really? She knows like I rep a bunch of Bachelor people and she's like, wait, you're at Allie Grant, right? I was like, that's so funny because she knows me just through like That's so, she's literally Bachelor hysterical. Stuff. She's so funny. She's, she's the so best. She's so cute. I love her. Um, what was your mood of 2019? Oh. Um, and that's the name of your podcast, right? Yeah. Mood with Lauren Elizabeth, because I'm moody. I like that. Um, lazy. Oh. Yeah. Is 2020 going to be lazy? No. Okay. We're that- going, we're going a full 180. Oh my God, me too. You know? Yeah. I feel like I got burnt out. I was so burnt out this year. But I didn't. That's what everyone's saying. I really? didn't like. Yeah. I feel like that's like the only thing like making me feel okay because I, I do a lot of like guilt and shame for it. But instead of like letting myself just relax, it was like a combination of feeling guilty and burnt out. But I'm ready to just flip it around. I like that for you. Thank you. Um, what's your New Year's resolution? I feel like in the same vein. Same vein, just yeah. like crush it. And hustle with balance. I am very anti-hustle culture. Hustle with balance. I'm very anti-hustle culture. I hate people that glamorize exhaustion. It's like, yeah. if you don't take care of yourself, how are you going to keep going? So, yeah. I mean, I'm proof of that. I didn't take care of myself, and I spent a year being burnt out. Yeah. So, with hustle you. with balance. Who is your style icon? Um, 
it changes. So I would honestly just say Instagram, like bloggers, honestly. Okay. Like I just get all my inspo from Instagram. I really yeah. like Rosie Huntington Whitley style right now. Oh, she's. But I mean, she's a model. So. She's perfection, really. Um, what is your favorite item in your closet? Honestly, my like sweatpants suit from my clothing line. It's XLE, obviously. Mm-hmm. We make these ma- we make these matching ribbed comfy sets, mm-hmm. and they're super cute. But they're the softest and like stretchiest and best things ever. So you don't look like a full on homeless person. You look like <laughs> super chic, but like you're ready to go to bed or like go anywhere. You know. Okay, I need to look at those because I need that. They're amazing. Um, go to beauty product. Go to beauty product. Mm, like can't live without or just like go to mm, can't live without yeah sure. so I feel like it'd have to be something boring like my first thing would be like makeup wipes cause like get it off my face what's your favorite makeup wipe Neutrogena really or everyone the, loves that one they're, it's the only one that works for like on me like yeah. for like mascara and stuff but mm-hmm. then the Elemis is that how you say it yeah Elemis like their balm or yeah. whatever is really good too so good I like can't live without like a makeup in the remover. yellow jar thing yes yeah. yes yes it's bomb um, where do you see yourself in five years five years I'll be 30 mm-hmm. um, which is weird to me because I just like can't believe that like that's a thing that I will be so hopefully like knowing at least when I'm gonna have children Mm -hmm. and like knowing that I don't have to worry about finances like just kind of working so hard in my 20s that my 30s I can kind of just like enter that new chapter yeah Yeah. I like that 30 flirty and thriving exactly hopefully just not like too flirty hopefully I'm still with my boyfriend (laughs) 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 or else I will be flirting and on the bachelor (laughs) or 90 day yeah exactly either one one is a great option yeah I mean come on um well thank you for coming on this was so fun and easy you're so fun to talk to um where can people follow you Honestly, just at Lauren Elizabeth on everything. Lauren Elizabeth on Instagram. I don't do Twitter anymore. Yeah. Lauren Elizabeth on YouTube. And then XLEthelabel.com and Mood with Lauren Elizabeth. Cool. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you.